0: Cool. So uh, one of the other aspects I wanted to discuss was um how to review your sales process and make it more effective so fine you've got your leads in from uh whichever lead source uh, how do you start to understand sort of if you're performing well and and, and where do you start looking uh, to sort of to improve that process
1: Hey, the first step, and uh, (laughs) you'd expect me to say this is what I call together, is to get a decent CRM, is to get the leads flowing into a a platform that allows you to work those leads as, as, as well as possible. Anybody that's not using CRM technology for that is already starting at such a poor position to make the best return on investment on the money that they're spending on leads so absolutely first stage is, is CRM and then just make sure that the KPIs are really clearly defined. So understand the, the the sales funnel from lead generated through to to job one, you know, and that might be going through standard sales processes of contacted, voicemail left, follow up call, and just understand where the metrics are at each stage. Don't overcomplicate it. Have very simple buckets that you can keep revisiting, um, and 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 again, working out the balance for how you want to be perceived as a customer. So. We'll, we'll give you an email address. We'll give you a phone number. How many times you're going to make a phone call without that phone phone being picked up? How many voicemails you're going to leave? How many emails you're going to send without response? Are you going to be able to track open rates or click rates in your emails? But understand all that from the start. Revisit it and, and refresh it along the way, but understand it from the start so that you can be consistent on your sales follow up process. Um, you know. Yeah. So many times when we help clients with that sales process and you kind of understand that actually some leads are simply not getting followed up at all and some are getting overworked. The inconsistencies is is, is where it's really difficult to measure performance. So having a very consistent sales process which suits the profile of the business that you want to be is really crucial.
0: Yeah, that's, that's the consistent part is uh, very important because if you if yeah. You really good period of following up and then you get busy and then you're focusing on all the jobs and then stop following up as well. Then surprise, surprise and, you know week two, week, three weeks, whatever your lag time is, you suddenly get a lull. Uh, yeah, why? But it's all tied back to the, the busy period where you weren't like following up on the leads.
1: And by the time you hit the lull, you're too late right? because the lulls because the, you know, the inconsistency in lead conversion or even lead follow up happened two, three, four weeks ago. So it, it sounds really simple. And it sounds straightforward. But actually, just defining what that process is and being true and consistent to it at all times will will give you your best chance of at least measuring your return on investment. Might not be the ROI that you want, but at least you've got that chance to measure it properly.
0: Yeah, finally, uh, years and years and years and years ago when I worked in retail, um, this is 10 plus years ago, was, there was a bakery section in the store you'd often find a particular day someone would completely overbake certain items and they go, well people love these and you go no no you love these but the data doesn't show anyone <laughs> buys them at this time of night <laughs> uh, so you need to look at the data behind it. it just ties in with what you said you know you can think that one lead source is working well or one job type converts better or one location type works better but unless you really have that data to look at um, yeah you, you can't do anything
1: yeah and it's so hard to do with that CRM, right? so hard to do, you know, we, we can deliver our leads as we do with you guys via our API straight into platforms, or we can deliver them via email for people that, you know, can only accept that and it's very, very difficult and very manual and tends to be one of those processes that kind of just get left to one side. Yeah. And so it's then very difficult to measure well, this, you know, this, this monthly investment that i'm making into acquiring new customers is this is it working out well am i getting a decent return should i increase or should i decrease the volume but really until you've got that data in front of you you're making uninformed decisions
0: yeah it's a good point and I, and I try to avoid being too salesy about survey book or any any yeah, yeah. talk about when it comes to the podcast and so on but you're right it is about consistency of process and access to data um, and if you if you have very manual processes, one it slows you down in terms of being able to follow up, um, and two, it's your reporting is then only as good as the data that you have put into a spreadsheet. Hmm. So if you haven't captured the exact time the lead came in, the exact time you've responded, the exact time you followed up, you have, you can't generate those metrics as to uh, you know, how good your sales process is. Exactly, uh, and it's and it's also very hard, hard to see. Are you, Performing really well on one type of job but badly on another, so you know it actually is the lead source not working well, is it the job that's not working well? Um, yeah, in a place, so it's um, yeah, there's, there's huge benefits to um, that consistency aspect, you know, the follow ups that you mentioned and all that type of stuff to, to get people at the right time. So,
1: yeah, yeah,
0: how often should you, I suppose, review your sales process? Like daily, I'm assuming is too much, but annually, I, I would say, is also way too infrequent. So, when's the right yeah
1: day? I would say a quarterly review. Again, you know, the, we've had a strange market for the last few years, haven't we? Mm-hmm. Going back to that point of immediate follow up, you know, yeah. people picking up the phone pretty much any time of the day because, you know, the, the majority of people were working remotely. We've started to see a slight shift from that back into office working. So I think it's important to review that on a fairly regular basis. But again, you've got to give it chance to. To to show data that is there to review, and if it, if you're constantly tweaking on a weekly basis, you're not going to start to see those trends that you really want to see to say, oh, do you know what, the follow-ups that we do between 4 p.m. and 5:30 p.m. every day are converting at twice the level of the ones from 1 to 2 p.m. Let's carry on with that. If you tweak it too much and have sporadic kind of behaviors around those KPIs, you'll send yourself mad. Um, so yeah, I, I would, I would. Internally, we do it ourselves. I would expect to come to review that on a quarterly basis.
0: Yeah, I think that's that's a, that's a very good point around allowing enough time because it's very easy to suddenly get a hunch or feel frustrated with something. Go, well, I'm going to change this and this and this and this, and you're going. Yeah. Which variable had the effect? Now it's you can yeah. No idea.
1: And spec- that goes back to price as well, right? Because you know, oh my God, my price is too high. My price is too low. You know, I'm going to tweak it again. If you if you've made the decision for the price point to be that you have based it on good data, or you should have done. So give it time. Give it time to play out before you, you, you make major reactions because you've had a, a really bad day or a really good day of conversion. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, and I suppose on that on that point of conversion, what metrics should you look at when you're doing a sales process? Because con- conversion is obviously an easy one to look at or more obvious one to look at. But, um, How detailed should you get? Should you do it by location or job type? Or uh, is it just conversion rate we look at? Or is it average fee?
1: Yeah, I I would, uh, again, depending on the the profile of the business, um, then I would actually build in as much as I could into that because it's gonna give you valuable data at every point. Uh, Essentially, you're looking to build in a total ROI. So come all the way back to invoice, pre and post cancellation, mapping that back to lead, and then start to build in, like you say, location, survey type, um, time taken, you know, from lead generated to, to invoice paid. I, I would build all of that into a dashboard. And again, once you've got it set up, it will it will pretty much look after itself.
0: Yeah, I think I, I agree with that. And one of the things we, we try to build in is a big reporting page that has all of these you know, overlays for lead source and job type and user. And, um, but I think yeah. it's nice to be able to capture I th- I think conversion, yeah, conversion rates, uh, value of of, of the conver- converted jobs, average fee, um, and understand, you know, is it is it level two is working really well? Is it valuations working well? Is it building surveys, um, rather than just a lead source overall, um, yeah. or, or, or you know maybe do that again by location, you can get really a, a sort of drill down if you want to, um, and mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you want to refine things, because then you can tailor things in different places as well
1: absolutely can become more targeted you know and if you're looking to then grow your team you know bringing in somebody who can do valuations in Birmingham hey is going to produce a fantastic yield um, so yeah I, I I don't think you can have too much granularity when it comes to that performance reporting like you can dip in and out and, and choose different report types but I think it's really important to have that level of detail when you're trying to make those decisions